What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Elite Cast. I'm Parker Rogers, joined by Matt Rosington. All right, so let's get into it today. Today, we're going to have a little bit of something different. We haven't really done this before, but it's going to be kind of interactive. So if you're watching on YouTube, that's great. You're going to be able to see what, what we're doing. But if you're just listening to it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else, we're going to be talking through it as well. So the gist of what we're doing today is we're going to be making a tier list of new potential cities for the ELF, the European League of Football. So with that being said, I'm going to share my screen and hopefully we'll be able to get this on the road so we have 16 different cities that we would like to see come into the elf um ranging from prague london florence lisbon all the way to helsinki moscow and a couple others in between so how this works is there there are one two three four five different tiers ranging from s to d s is like the superior tier it's like the top of the line and then d is the bottom of the barrel kind of yeah they could it could work but it's not the greatest so that's what we're going to do we're going to be ranking all 16 of these teams matt and i are going to be talking about it and it's going to be some good fun so sit mm -hmm. back relax and just enjoy what we're about to do so matt kicking off our first city prague this is, one okay. that, this is one that we have actually talked about just a little bit. Um, yeah. There are quite a few different football teams in Prague. You have the Lions, the Panthers, and the Mustangs. So there's already a decent base there. And then all throughout the Czech Republic, there is a ton of different teams, three different divisions within the Czech League. So they have Division One, uh, the Silver League, and then the Bronze League. So there, there's already an established fan base of football. It's been there since the 90s. The Prague mm -hmm. Lions are the oldest team. So if there ever was a potential for an ELF team to expand into Prague, I do believe that it would be the Lions just based off this. The oldest team is probably the most established team. They're actually playing in the championship this coming week. So, you know, if they win, that could, you know, kind of boost their case a little bit. Shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to them, uh, my former team. But I do like Prague. It's a great city, great people. Um, sports there you know, mainly revolved around uh, hockey and soccer. So there's that, but there are some really good stadiums there. There's the O2 arena, which is very big. There's uh, uh, we have Sparta, which is our, our football club, our big club. And there's also like a couple smaller, like rugby fields around there where they play. So that could be a great addition to the ELF. The market there is really big. So I do see that. I personally see it with bias as S tier. Okay. That's just how I right. see it. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go for A tier just because they they were in group C at the Euros. So the talent is there, but it's not that top echelon talent yet. No disrespect. Okay. But I reckon A it's a big market, they got history, they got fans, they've got uh the facilities they've got the teams they've got the talent so yeah i'm, I'm happy putting it in there all right we'll we'll agree to settle on a tier for proc i do like it <laughs> all right this is up for you next london right. city number oh, well. okay well i was gonna straight up this last tier. come on now it's gotta be we got the london warriors big team london blitz big team and then uh the olympians not as big team but it's still a team and then youth teams, you've got Kent Exiles, you've got Wembley Stallions, you've got um, uh, teams like the London Warriors and London Blitz who have been producing for years. You've got the NFL Academy, which was there. Obviously, they moved now, but they were over there. Uh, it's the capital city. It's a cultural city. It's got stadiums everywhere. Like, you go into London at any 
direction, north, south, east, west, you're going to go through a stadium, is, is London. You know, I mean, everyone in the world knows London. So in my opinion, it's got, it's got to be S tier. And we've got the NFL UK over here, like, often. We have games here every year from the NFL, so it's got, it's got to be S tier, surely, surely. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I will I will definitely say that that's a very strong case. The The thing that sold it for me is that we have NFL games there every single year. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, I can't argue with that at all. S tier it is for London. <laughs> Moving on, Paris, France. We mm-hmm. are going to be having another a French team next year, right? Milano, is that in France? Uh, no, Milan, the seamen are in Italy. Thank and you. then... I'm going to get absolutely <laughs> flamed for my European geography, even though I live there. So okay. France is very close to my uh, to my area. So. Okay, Paris. I don't know much. Well, actually, no, I do know some about the French league. I have had a a coach play in the French league, and I know the French league is actually pretty decent. So I know they I know they're established, and I know that they have uh, some history of football there, and yep. some higher level of play i don't really know how often they compete uh nationally with with against other countries so i'm right. not sure about that so france have got a, re- a good under 19 team they just finished fourth but historically they've got a really good team they've won championships they've got a flash who are really really good they got the blue stars who are really really good uh i believe the blue stars just won um they're not in paris as far as i'm aware of but um in in france in general and then they've got uh quite a lot of youth teams obviously they've got players like uh dable anti dable who played he plays now in the elf and he did play in the nfl so they've got like lineage i reckon france is, is france's big city is in paris it's a it's a big tourist spot especially for americans as well they all they all love paris so i would say football wise is it's got it's got the solid foundations. Yeah, and they do they do have like a output of really good players. I know for us personally, Europe's mm-hmm. elite. I mean, one of one of the players for this year. This is the class of twenty twenty two. His name's Ethan. He is. I think that we have. I think he's listed as a wide receiver and a defensive back. But I think mm-hmm. his defensive back is his main position. So he's a really good player uh, yeah. that we should be looking out for. And I've been getting I've been like getting on Caleb for this looking out. And this dude, his name is Junior. Like nobody, nobody really knows who he is. I know who he is. He played at my old high school in America on, on a gap year. He's back in France right now. I'm tr- we're trying to convince him to come back to America to, to kind of boost his stock a little bit. He yeah. is an all-around freak athlete. He's really good. Um, so the, pedig- the pedigree of athletes there is really good. Yeah. They got a lot of ELF players. Uh, Kev Fortes, who I did not call in a while back, he's in the, he's in the league. Uh, they got Jeffrey Umbo went D1. They've got D line really, really. They've got a couple of years at 2016, and they got French pole, of course. I would forget about pole. Uh, like that 2016, 2017 France team, a lot of them are in college or in the LF. So, so, what I'm hearing is A tier. I'm hearing A tier. Yeah, I'm, I'm done with that. A-tier. There we <laughs> go. All right. So, so far, we have London in S tier, Prague and Paris in A tier. Next, yep. we have Amsterdam. Okay. I have this nice little picture of Amsterdam with the tulips and everything, trying to find the best <laughs> one I can. Yep. Amsterdam, <laughs> what do we know about football in Amsterdam? Okay. Well, I played Holland. Uh, they're a good team. I played with a lot of Dutch in uh, in Pride. They got the Panthers, uh, 
and they got I think the Panthers are the biggest one and I believe they have some as well there's a coach that follows me that's going to get on me if I didn't get that correctly but <laughs> yeah they, they've got a good team but they're not as reputable you know what I mean they're not they weren't in the Euros easier this year uh, they have been previously but not necessarily as successful they got Jaro who's in West Virginia who is Dutch and then uh Jasper, who's in La Sierra in, in LA. So they definitely have the talent, but I don't think as a club level, they're on the same level as other places in Europe. Yeah, you also got to kind of factor in the established base. There is like sort of like a foundation of the base, mm-hmm. but it's not built up as, as much as other cities that we've seen. Um, you also have, also have to take into account the surrounding areas that also have different bases yeah. of football in there. So Amsterdam, it could be a decent addition, but I'm not necessarily seeing uh, too many like upside. Because you also have to, when creating a football team in the LF, you have to take into account of fan participation. So people mm-hmm. going to the games and being participating, like participating in fan activities. So I don't know how much uh, the LF would gain from that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards C tier for Amsterdam. Me too, and I'm just looking at the map, and one reason why I agree with you is because of the location. In terms of rivalry, the closest would be Berlin, uh, which are not close. That is all the way across Germany away. And then that's uh, on the east. On the west, their closest is probably Barcelona. So it's a far distance. So in terms of rivalry, there's not really that much of one when it comes to an Amsterdam location. All right. C tier it is for Amsterdam. We're going to have to have to keep them there. All right. Next, we have Madrid. This is an interesting one. I do like the Spanish countries for football. Uh, obviously, we have the Barcelona Dragons, and their club is wild. They are actually doing really good this season. Five and uh, one. Hmm? Five and one. Five and one. There you go. Mm-hmm. Their fans are crazy. We, we've talked about it before. Um, they can get really into any sport that they're watching. Again. <laughs> so obviously Madrid uh, having th- that like like we were just talking about that rivalry is right there Barcelona yeah. Madrid that would be a really good football rival- rivalry I believe um, El Clasico would be amazing that would be nice so cool yeah I'd I'd, I'd go I'd love to see Madrid like the El Clasico is one of the most famous sporting rivalries so having that would be huge oh yeah. I am definitely seeing a lot of upside, a lot of fan involvement. It, it, it is popular with a lot of tourists, so that could be something to do while people are on vacation. Go see a football game. Just enjoy that. Enjoy the culture, the community. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of upside for, for Madrid. I do I do definitely see that. I would almost go as far as to put it as S-tier because there's already that base of football that the ELF has very, very close by, and you know they can succeed very, very high. I'm. I agreed. I was worried. I was being a bit ambitious putting an S, but I'm glad you said it too. Oh yeah. All right. So far we have London and Madrid in S tier, Prague yeah. and Paris in A tier, and then Amsterdam sitting all alone in C tier. Let's so. see if we can <laughs> keep uh, spreading things out. Next is Belgrade. Mm-hmm. I know nothing about Belgrade. I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> I don't know a crazy amount about Belgrade. I will admit. If anyone wants to hit me up and educate me, I am perfectly fine with that. However, my Belgrade knowledge is not the one. I know Hung, uh, not Hungary, sorry, Serbia. They're a very big basketball country. 
of course. They've got a lot of talent coming through there. But I don't think they have much of an American football base. There'll be a few, obviously, but I don't think they have the established connections, whether that be to the rest of the league. There's not really that much of a rivalry with them. Uh, or that much fan interest at the moment. Maybe in the near future there will be, but I don't think that uh, that would be the best place to start a new franchise. Yeah. Like I said, I don't really know too much about Belgrade. It's in Serbia. I don't know how much Serbs are into football, how much um, base they have. It's a hard sell. There's a, there's a few, but it's not it's not huge. The the thing the thing is like with planting new football teams, you're looking for big name cities and you're looking for attractive cities. Belgrade is a big name city. It is a somewhat attractive city. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought we were going to call it an ugly city. <laughs> no, I'm not. No, no. But you also have to. You also have to take into account like the the real life situation of it. There's not much football base there. There's not much. There wouldn't be much fan involvement. It's very centered around other other sports that are already established and there. So adding a professional team, uh, it's like such a high level team and such a high level um, league would not necessarily be in the best interest for the ELF to just, just to put a, a team in Belgrade. I'm gonna have I'm probably gonna have to go D tier on this I'm one. Gonna have to go to D uh, tier. Vienna is the closest in terms of like rivalry and Serbia and Vienna. I don't think they really have much of a historical rivalry. No. As I might be wrong, but as far as I'm aware. All right, next one. I think this is a, a promising one. Stockholm, Sweden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweden. Sweden does have a nice base of football. They just did. They just performed really well in the Pretty championships. Well. Uh, fourth yeah. place. Uh, second. Second place. Sorry, yeah. lost to Austria. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, I really Austria close. Really yeah, it's a good game. Really good game. They should all be very proud of themselves. They did very well. Yes, they did do very well, but that flea flicker did get them, unfortunately. A good play. That was a nice play. Anyways, Stockholm, I think it's a great place. It is a high-level city in Sweden. Uh, there are a lot of people. We actually just had somebody from Sweden commit to college. Uh, yes. Lucas Lucas Simmons, right, just committed yep. to Florida State. Uh, yep. Defensive lineman out of Sweden. So congrats to you. Uh, big shout-out there. Um, making a very strong case already for putting a new a new ELF team uh, in Sweden. Yes. I, I, I do like Stockholm. And I think shouldn't there be a couple, like – the availability of rivalries around Sweden. Shouldn't that yeah, be 100%. Sense? They've got, I mean, they're going to be rivalry with German. That's not that far away from Berlin. Not crazy far from Berlin. It's near Poland as well. So they've got a rivalry there. Uh, and then if they say we're in a place in another one of our cities, we'll get to in a minute. They've obviously got rivalries in Scandinavia as well. But yeah, I think it's an excellent city. It's beautiful. It's, they've got stadiums, they've got players. And they, like you said, they've got a lot of a lot, probably one of the most like successful in terms of getting people to the states is probably Sweden. They just had that uh, the safety from Notre Dame who's just gone to the CFL, yes, uh, drafted. So that's another player. So he's getting back some of the people that say finish their college career and they come back to Europe. If they had a bunch of like homegrown talent, that's going to really, really be good for them and marketable, marketable for them. Yeah, I do. I know who you're talking about. Trying to yeah. f- remember his name off the top of my head. See if I thought I had some. 
Uh, yeah, Jordan Ginmark Heath from he actually is from Stockholm. He was picked up as an undrafted free agent in the NFL to the Kansas City Chiefs. Linebacker, six one two twenty five. Uh, played at UCLA and Notre Dame. So yeah, yeah, and he did get drafted in the CFL Global Draft too. Yeah, so a lot of upside, a lot of talent. Um, I do see, you know, pretty good upside. I would probably go as far to put it in A tier. Got drafted fifth overall. Just checked. Fifth overall in the CFL International. But yeah, I'd say A tier as well. I'm happy with that. All right. Stockholm going right into A tier. Next, Copenhagen. Okay. What do we have on Copenhagen? Copenhagen. I've been there. It's a beautiful city. It's it's cool. It's not the biggest city. It's it's nice. It's chill. It's very connected to uh, Sweden. You can literally drive from Copenhagen to Malmo, I believe. Um, and then it has rivalries in Germany, has rivalries if, say, they did make a Swedish team or a real there. I would probably put it in B. It has foundations. It's obviously in Denmark, who just finished uh, in third place in the Group A, beating France 3-0. Not, well, not the best of games, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, so I would say B. They got the players. They got talent. They've got the Scandinavian rivalries. They've got Central European rivalries. So I'm gonna I'm gonna probably say B is probably my uh, placement for that one. You know, I can get behind putting them in a solid a solid B tier. That would be our first uh, location in B tier. Um, yep. Obviously, like you said, that that game they just played was not the most exciting. Um, went into overtime, but not in the way that you would want a game to go into overtime. Not a nil-nil overtime, man. Zero-zero overtime is <laughs> I've never, never seen a nil-nil overtime, but it's the first time for everything. There is. So we are going to go Copenhagen, B-tier. Yes. There we go. Next up on the list, Budapest. Mm-hmm. Hungary. I am hungry right now. Anyways, that's besides the point. <laughs> uh, I do, I do kind of like Budapest. Uh, I think that they... They have some potential to, to really shake things up. They're centrally located. Um, and then if Prague did get put into the L- into the ELF, that would be a really good rival rivalry for them to have. Also with um, just everywhere else, uh, the Milano Seaman would be good. And then having the team in Paris would also be good. So that would create like a nice little square triangle shape there for, for some rivalries. And then you have to factor into account, yeah, Germany's really close by. So we have all the German teams that would, uh, be able to create like good competition, good rivalry. It is a very tourist heavy city. I have been there. It's very, it's very, it's a very beautiful city. Mm. Um, as far as sports go in Budapest, I'm not too sure. I think soccer. I know one D lineman out there playing at the moment, uh, Van, uh, Evangelist, but I'm not sure how big it is. I know, so I think it's a semi pro league. Okay. So, yeah. So, so there's yeah. already a little bit of a base there. There yeah. should be some there there should be some fan involvement. Like from from yeah. what I experienced, the people that were really nice and just kind of outgoing. Mm-hmm. So kind of would rub me kind of like Madrid, uh, like as far as fans go. Oh, really? Well, in, in a way, kind because like, you know, the people are nice, they're they're really they're involved uh in the city, they're involved in the things that go on around the city. So not like on the same level or the same tier as Madrid as far as fans mm-hmm. go, but also like, you know, in the in the interest of getting fan involvement and getting like revenue from these from these fans, I would probably Wait, go here with this. Which one B? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I reckon B as well. 
Budapest and B tier. Ooh, next one, Florence. Hmm. How are we feeling about Florence? The Italian champions. They just won the first division. They beat the Seamen, who were coming into the league next year. So they've obviously got the talent level. Uh, it's a I haven't been, but it's a gorgeous city. It's got amazing history. It's a big tourist spot. It's expensive, but it's a great place to be. Players are going to want to be there as well. I think that's an underrated thing that when you bring some talent in, they're going to want to live in Florence. Uh, so yeah, it's a big, it's a big um, opportunity for a, a market. I think in in that area, and I think that could be huge. I'm not gonna lie, I think that could be one of the bigger ones if they were like to fully expand into Florence. I think that would be. It's very, it's central, like Italy's so like north central, mm-hmm. so it would have Germany not too far away. It would have obviously Milan. It wouldn't be too far away from Barcelona. Um, and then it's also not crazy far from even Vienna. Like there's a lot of opportunity when it comes to Florence. I think that the fans, Italian fans, I think they're at the same level. Probably I'm gonna go for A. A tier, Mil- yeah. All right. I can get behind Florence on hmm. A tier. All right. So so far, just kind of recapping, we have London and Madrid and S tier, Prague, Paris. Shoot, what city is that? <laughs> Florence and not Amsterdam. No, that's C. Not Budapest. That's B. Yeah, and then Hungary is yeah, and then Serbia was in D. Madrid's in A. <laughs> this is this is what happens like when you can't see the names. We're trying. Yeah, to... we should have picked names, man. <laughs> we should have. We'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it there at the end. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Next one, Lisbon and Portugal. Mm-hmm. Make a strong case already. You know, Portugal kind of close to uh, Madrid and Barcelona. Mm-hmm. I think something that needs to be talked about is when you're thinking of new cities to add, you also have to think of the the, the divisions within the, EL, the, in the ELFs, like the different conferences. Yeah. Uh, as far as like conference wise goes, like this would help expand or create new conferences. Yeah. It's my opinion. I think that's a good opinion to have. Yeah, I think that's I, I like it. I would, go, I would go A or B tier. Yeah, I think I would go for B just because there's not as much of a culture, an American football culture in Lisbon, as far as I'm aware of. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Moving on after Lisbon, we have Athens and Greece. Athens does have a decent uh, – Greece does have a decent football culture. Um, George Karlaftis is from he, – he is from Athens. He just got drafted to the Kansas City Chiefs, round one, pick 30, a defensive end out of Purdue. He's very good. There was also a defensive lineman, Habakkuk Boldonado, played at Pitt. Don't know what he's up to now. Maybe trying to go professional. I'm not too sure. He's really good as well. So there's the established base. There is talent players. Uh, and a lot of upside there. Uh, Athens is a very, very historical city. It is also a heavy, like, tourist, uh, attractive city. So that's yep. a lot of revenue there. It's also not a lot of personal upside to this. Yeah. It's not that far from Istanbul as well. So like you said, with the conferences. The Rams, if they do stay in the ELF, not looking too <laughs> great. But if they do stay, if they that do would stay. be a good rival. <laughs> It would. Which team, where did you put it? 
B. Yeah, I think I'll go with B too. All right. Coming down to the final ones after Athens, we have Dublin. Okay. All right. So Irish fans can get behind it. Anyone and anything, <laughs> especially if they have homegrown Irish players, they will definitely get behind the team. That being said, there are not a whole bunch of uh, Irish talent. There is a, um, a, a lineman who is Irish that I'll have to look up in a minute. But yeah, he's, he's the only player that comes to my mind at the moment. There isn't as much of a base. They do have a, a couple of teams and us are following. But that, that crowd is really, I reckon the crowd lifts them off of D tier and onto C tier, personally. I would have to agree with you and put them on C tier. Yeah. Try to find that I'm back in a minute, so. Dublin on yeah. C tier. And I that. think that is very fair. Next, Moscow. Mm, a difficult one at the moment. I don't really I want don't think. No, I don't think they're going to be able to fit in at the moment. This is, they're not going to get a team in the next few few years. So There's not a lot of positive upside no, to having no. Moscow. <laughs> there's it's a beautiful city, and uh, it would be a good place if there wasn't the current crises going on. Um, but yeah, they're not going to get one. I think we can flat out say that at the moment. The LF isn't going to put a team in Moscow, at least for the next few years in the foreseeable future. So it's going to probably all be D tier, doesn't it? Yeah, we, I would know. definitely put them in D tier. Yeah, sad, sad to say, because it is a beautiful city. It is. It's very nice uh, and it's very historical, but D tier it is for Moscow. Next, we have Helsinki. And you mm-hmm. and I were talking about this beforehand. There are a couple of actually really good teams in Helsinki. Yeah, there are very good teams. And that whole Scandinavian area is really, really, really strong. And Finland actually have a lot of successful female players too. So they've got like a male following, female following. They've got uh, potential rivalries with Stockholm and Copenhagen if they came into it. And like Poland and Germany kind of areas too. So I think Finland has a lot of upside. I do too. Um, I know the Wolverines are one of their Mm -hmm. teams that are pretty good there. I think they're yeah. fighting for a playoff spot. Um, oh, very good. I'm not sure I can't remember. I can't think I, of many other teams. It's hard to come up with it on the spot, isn't it? <laughs> it is very hard to come with it, come up with it on the spot, but I do see a lot of upside. I see proximity to other teams, especially if some of the teams that we have, like the cities that we have listed, do get other uh, teams. I do see proximity. I do yeah. see revenue and expansion into like other conferences i'd go pizza on this one i would go with bt as well yeah the roosters are one of the best teams so the sure. roosters that's who it is one. Right, last and, one last one the one that i'm struggling to pronounce marseille <laughs> marseille yeah okay so, what do we know about marseille matt is it because you can't say the name of it <laughs> so marseille is located in south france if you don't know, South France is a very rich historical and financial area. I believe they also did just win like the youth champion. I can't say for sure, but I think someone told me at the French game that I was at that Marseille won like the youth championship again. I have to fact check me on that one. It's close to Barcelona, there's rivalry there. It's close to 
not that far from Rome. There's a rivalry there. If there was a London team, France and the UK have always had a rivalry. <laughs> it's not far away from Germany and it's not far away from Monaco. Monaco being important because it is extremely rich and be quite easy, I think, to find sponsors for a Marseille team in terms of location. It's beautiful in terms of history. It's excellent. In terms of sport culture, they've got Marseille Football Club, one of the best, um, well, most like brand driven football clubs are huge. And I think there's it for me. I'm not sure why, but I'm going to put them in ARS. I think that I think as a as a place, it could be huge. Yeah, I'm thinking of it of it from like the business aspect mm. of the ELF because there is a lot of revenue to be generated. Like you said, very rich community, very high tier area. Yeah, decent. And the rivalries are there. The the people are going to want to live there. South France is gorgeous. We are going to put it. <laughs> nice. All right. That's nice and balanced. I'd say we don't have everyone on like B or anyone, everyone on like C. Yeah. So there, there, there we go. So to recap, in S tier, we have London, mm-hmm. we have Madrid, and then yep. we have Marseille. In A tier, we have Prague, we mm-hmm. have Paris. Stockholm mm-hmm. and what was the, what was the other one? What is that? Which one? The last one in the last one in A tier. I'm blanking on the name. <laughs> trying to Which find country? It. Huh? Which country was it? I don't know. I'm trying to find this, uh, the picture of it so that I can <laughs> say which, say which one it was. Oh, it's Florence. That's there we go. Florence. 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 There we go. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so then in B tier, we have what do we what do we have in B tier? Oh, going going to C tier because I'm blanking on B tier. It's Amsterdam and Dublin, and then D D tier is uh, Moscow and Belgrade. Yes, that B we had Copenhagen. Yeah, for B tier it'd be Copenhagen, Budapest, Lisbon, uh, Athens, Helsinki. Nice. And Madrid, not Madrid. Uh, <laughs> and I think we got them all. Yes, wonderful. I, I'm there happy that. There. Yeah, employ us. It's like location scouts. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But that about wraps it up. I hope you all enjoyed this kind of new style. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll be able to see it a little bit better. But if you're listening, I uh, hope it was we gave – enough insight and you know thought to, to kind of explain it to you along the way so thank you guys for joining i'm parker rogers and i will see you next time